Welcome back to Fire at Will with Rye and Erin. Hey y'all, how you doing? Um, first of all, I just have to say how excited I am at the warm reception we've received. We've gotten amazing feedback. Yes. Amazing. Even the critical uh, or the constructive criticism that we've received has been absolutely amazing and helpful. And like we've said at the end or the conclusion of every episode, we look forward to that too because it helps us grow. You can't always tell, oh, you're doing a great job, you're doing a great job. You also have to tell us the bad things too so that we can improve because we're not above being better. Right. I want to get better. Right. And I think that um, we take it in, we talk about it, um, and we... We, we, inc- we incorporate it into our forward plane. Right. So that's great. And it's just going to get better because, you know, we're newbies at this and we're right. figuring things out. So. We are. Right. We are. But it's, it's been going really well. Um, also, I want to remind you that we do have an Instagram. We'd love for you to engage with us. You can find us at Faya at Will, F-I-Y-A-A-T-W-I-L-L on Instagram. Please also uh, comment, subscribe. And rate us on um, the podcast platforms right. that you all are using. Spotify, Apple, whatever it Google, is, whatever anything. platform you're using, we'd appreciate the feedback. Um, a gentleman actually left us a very thorough um, review. Yes. And when I tell you, I was impressed, one, because it was a man that actually left the review. Yes. And the fact that he really took time out of his day to give us... I mean, the feedback was just amazing. And not only because it was positive, but you could tell that he really listened to us. Um, And he understood where we were coming from, and he also understood what we were trying to accomplish. Um, Before we move forward, though, I want to say that I have a little bit of a lisp. I don't know if y'all noticed or not, but the reason is I started to notice that my teeth were shifting. Uh, I had braces for a few years when I was a teen, but my teeth started shifting back up. And so I went to the orthodontist and they gave me um, a retainer to kind of prevent any more shifting and kind of put my teeth back to where they were. And y'all, when I tell you that shit is kicking my ass, I feel like I got punched in the mouth. Mm. So excuse the little lisp that I have right now. Hopefully, She sounds like she I has a tooth mitting, yeah. but she doesn't. <laughs> People love that episode, they honey. Do. They love it. They love it because it's real. It is real. Um, it so happened so they, to me. Listen. It's funny because I was engaging with a, a guy under one of your posts about that episode. And so um, it was fun. The feedback, I mean, the, the commentary he gave was really uh, funny. But um, I stand by what I did and I stand by what I said. You did the right thing. I did. Um, so what are we talking about today? So today uh, we are talking about... Just because you carry it all so well doesn't mean it's not heavy. The weight of being a woman, mother, wife. Um, I'm not a wife yet, but I am a woman and a mother and a sister and a daughter. And there is a lot of weight to that. Right. So I'm excited to, to dive into this because it helps us to be self-aware. We're not complaining. That's the other part I want. Uh, people to understand that it's not a complaint it it really is something that we need to notice and take inventory of right um i think it's important for us to know how to know when and how to say no um also and know how when to how, ask for help how, that's what i was going to say how to delegate right it's okay okay so the caption that i wrote for this episode actually says um 
Women oftentimes feel spread thin and like they're carrying the majority of the load. Are we just martyrs or are the expectations much higher for us than they are for men? Now, let me just explain something to you. I think that women automatically do bear the brunt. I really honestly do. But I also think that we play the martyr sometimes. We want to say, oh, I do everything. Oh, I'm spread so thin. Oh, I got to do this. I got to do that. Well, the truth is, is that if you have help, are you leveraging that help? Mm -hmm. There's some people that don't have the help. And yes, they're not playing martyrs. They are actually spread thin. Right. But there are people like myself. I do have help. But there are times that I still feel spread thin. Am I playing the martyr? I'm not above looking at myself. I think sometimes maybe you do play the martyr. Mm-hmm. I think the other part of that is, are you playing the martyr because the way it gets done, if you delegate it to someone else, it won't be the way you want it to okay, be? Okay, so that's what I was going to say. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> that's exactly what it is. I don't mind delegating. I don't mind delegating. I don't mind saying, hey, the floor needs to be swept. But then as I walk through the house and I see that there is still dust on the baseboards, I'm like, the floor wasn't swept. If I asked you to, you know, put the dishes in the the dishwasher, I tell the boys to do this all the time. I say, rinse off the plates and just use a little scrubby brush just Mm -hmm. to get the little extra food off of. You think they listen? So I might as well do it myself. If I ask them to take out the trash and they're like, okay, okay, and three hours go past and they haven't done it. I just do it myself because I'm not going to keep repeating myself, number one. And number two, I don't got time for that. Do it. And that's the thing. Well, I was going to do it, mom. No. Do it when it needs to be done. Because otherwise, I'm going to end up doing it myself. Does it need to be done when you say it? Yes, because it stinks. Okay. So I wonder if you could say, can you please take the trash out? It stinks. I do say that. You do? Mm-hmm. And they, yeah. Oh, I'm going to do it right after this game, Mom. Hold on. Oh, and don't get me wrong, because the same thing happens in my house. Mm-hmm. I'll, add, I'll say, I, I went to the grocery store yesterday, and I bought a case of water. I said, hey, can you put the water in the refrigerator? Mm-hmm. Um, I came in my room. I finished working, got dressed uh, to do my boot camp, all this other stuff. I come out. Is the water in the refrigerator? No. The reason I wanted the water in the refrigerator, because you want to take a cold water with you to boot camp. Exactly. But, but do you think that they listen reason. or they even think, oh well, you know, she's going to boot camp. Let me do that now. Right. Why do I have to give you the details or the reasonings? There is a method to my madness. Right. Always. There's a reason that I do laundry on Sundays. There's a reason that I like things done a certain way. It's not because I'm controlling. It's either do things the right way, or don't do them at all. Mm-hmm. I, that's that's my perspective. I'm not a martyr. I hate having to do shit. But if I'm going to delegate and I'm going to ask the boys or my husband or my mother or anybody else to do so, I would like for them to do it the right way. Don't waste my time. If I tell you to clean your tub and then I go into the bathroom and there's a ring around the tub, you didn't clean it. And guess what? I just have to re-clean it. You're just wasting my time. Right. If you are asked to... And your own time. If you're going to half-ass it. You know what? Because what I'm going to do if I don't have the time to do it myself, is I'm going to make you clean it 50 times until it's done correctly. Mm-hmm. Then you get annoyed with me. And then you think that I'm complaining or and- <laughs> I'm controlling. Or right. No, if you'd done it the right, the right way the first time, we wouldn't even be having this discussion. Exactly. But it also brings up the point that a lot of people are like, well, at least you know they didn't do it in two days, but it was done. 
I mean that that's really the perspective a lot of the times. It will get work. done. Does that does that um, mindset work in other settings? It doesn't work at your job. It sure does. When your boss asks you to do something, or if you're the boss, if you ask an employee to do something, and they half-ass it or they don't do it in a timely manner, what are your thoughts on that? Right. That makes sense. So you're going to delegate the job to somebody else, and that person is proving why they may not even be worthy of the position that they're in. So take the job as seriously as you would if you were getting paid for it. Mm. Or if you're working for Jesus. Have you <laughs> seen that? No. I Work is it, so there was, um, so y'all don't be jumping on me about misquoting stuff, but I'm just going to paraphrase. I was reading something about uh, someone not liking their job or their boss, and they said, do the work as if you're working for God. Mm-hmm. Not, that, not that specific individual, but if God were uh, my boss or my manager, that's who I'm working for. Mm-hmm. And that gives you a different um, attitude and perspective on it because if you're doing something for God, you want to do it so well. You don't want to disappoint. Right. Um, or whoever your higher power is. I'll go ahead and say that. But I think that um, sometimes people don't uh, do things wholeheartedly and, and to their greatest ability for us because maybe they have just a tinge of resentment why is she asking me why is it this or they're trying to rush and it may not even be personal they may they're just trying to rush through to get to what it is that they They want to do so this is the thing if my husband asked me to do something he's an entrepreneur he'll Mm -hmm. say hey i got a lot of orders there's a lot of shit going on can you please help me fold these boxes Mm -hmm. can you please help me put you know the things in the boxes he's very because it's his product Um, He's very involved and he likes it done a certain way because he wants the presentation to be beautiful. Right. If I go and I'm just like throwing things in a box and just, here you go. Right. It pisses him off Mm -hmm. because if I'm helping you, why am I not doing it to the best of my ability? Because then that's not help. It's not help. It's like he has to go through all the boxes and redo them. I um, make sure that if I'm helping him do something, I'm doing it as if it were mine. Right. I'm doing it as if I was the person going to receive the package, and when I opened it, yes. I want to see, you know, I want something to be- neat and beautiful, and and you would imagine as you open it that somebody took a lot of time to make they sure actually the cared about what was right. Was they right. actually cared about how it turned out, how you see it when you first open it, right? But like when I order things and I have nice packaging, that really does um, impress me off the bat. And then I'm excited about opening this package. I'm already excited because I'm receiving it um, after I've ordered it or whatever. But then when I see that the time that they take, and I love a handwritten note. Right. Ooh, when they take a time. Oh, he to, does do that. Yeah, that's he beautiful. Does. He takes pride yes. in it. And if I'm going to help him, I also have to take pride in his product. Right. If I'm not going to, then I shouldn't be fucking doing it. Right. I, I, and if I don't have the time to do it, I say, you know what? I'm really tired. I would at least be honest and say, hey, I cannot help you right now. Right. Because I'm tired and I know I'm not going to do that good of a job. And Zuri's about to wake up or whatever the situation may be. But I'm not going to offer up my help if I'm going to do a half ass job. Right. It's just not going to happen. Or agree to help. Right. Um, that doesn't, you're not helping anybody. No. What about... Um, What about at work? Do you find that um, you're able to delegate things that you're supposed to at work? I don't. I don't think so, no. I'm the only, in my capacity, mm-hmm. 
I'm really, um, my responsibilities are my responsibilities. But if I feel like sometimes I get distracted this morning, um, I was focused on the podcast. And so there was something that I was supposed to be doing. So I said, you know what? My focus isn't on this. I don't want to mess it up. Let me finish my podcast first. And then I'll come back (laughs) because I don't want to mess up. My focus wasn't on there. It wasn't on my, my task. What and if I that's how the boys job. are with the dishes? No. I can't focus on those dishes right now. I'm trying to finish this 2 game. Listen to me. What I was focused, I had to focus mm-hmm. on, took, it needed mental, Your whole brain. it needed mental concentration. Mm-hmm. Put in dishes in a dishwasher, don't take <laughs> shit. I don't want to hear that crap and I'm going to throw that damn game in the trash. Oh, I, you know what I do? I just take the controls. You can look at the game all day, but you, you, can't, know, you don't have any I controls. I always threaten to do it. I threaten Omar all the time, but I just I just never do it. No, I do Because it. he's like, I'm sorry, mommy, I'm going to do it. Right, and then he'll come funny. back and he'll do it. But it's the fact that I had to say it again. Mm-hmm. It's the redundancy. Right. It's the fact that I'm repeating myself. It's, I shouldn't even have to do that. At that point, I'm frustrated with you. And then I have an attitude with you because it's like, dude, if you would have done it right the first time when I asked, we wouldn't even be in this situation. So when Zion, um, when I ask Zion to do something and he doesn't do it, if he's on the game or on his phone, if I have to go back a second time, then I just politely go to whatever's in his hands and I say, thank you. Mm-hmm. And then I just walk away. I say it with a smile, but he knows why I'm doing it. Right. Of course. And then he'll get up and do it. And I'll wait a little bit longer because after he's done, I don't want him to feel like that's all he had to do. Right. Because there's a... To me, there's a matter of of respect there. And also, whatever whatever is consuming you is something that I provided for you. Right. And but we're talking about our children, though. We are right? talking about our children. So, so and, and that's completely, and we can do that with our children. Yes. But, but with these adults that we're dealing with, right. you cannot go snatching phones no, and controls no. and whatever they're doing. And you can't do that, no. No. And, and, and then the person you ask the person, um, you know, I obviously have to ask my husband for help with things. He may not do it when I ask him, but then I'm like, it's still not done. Let me just do it myself. Then he gets mad at me. Right. Because you asked him to do it. Right. So once you ask someone to do something to them, it is off of your plate and onto theirs. Mm-hmm. And then you go back and snatch it back off their plate. Right. Because like you can't let it go. I understand. But, and I wouldn't normally do that unless it's been a long time. What's a long time to you? A day or two. That is a long time. Yeah. Do you, so now do you, can, going forward, are you able to ask for things knowing that it is going to take a day or two? No. Yeah, that would, that would frustrate but, me. But then I, and, and so then I feel like I want to do it myself. And it's not like that with everything. Right, But right. there have been times, and then he gets upset with me, like, I was going to do that. Well. When? Right. And then I seem controlling because I'm like, when? Mm-hmm. Oh, everything got to be on your time. It's not that everything has to be on my time. It's and see, just that's that, a hamster wheel of a conversation. I don't want to keep doing that. Right. Because guess what? If he says, man, I'm hungry, all he has to do is say it once and I'm making some food. Right. If he says, man, I need to get these boxes done, all he has to do is say it once and I'm in there trying to fold up some boxes. Right. How can I help you? And I'm not helping you on my time. I'm helping you on your time because mm-hmm. you're the person that asked for help. And you need it now. Right. And there's nothing, and I don't feel like he's trying to boss me around or control me by expecting things to be done on his time. Right. I think that's, I mean, that's fair. And it is, for us, 
when I think about how women are, so on our topic, I think about my mother. Mm -hmm. My mother is a registered nurse. She's an extremely busy person. Busy, period. Her brain is always working. Her body, she's always moving around doing stuff. And she'll work all day long. And then she'll go see patients out um, because she does visiting nursing as well. So she'll do that. And then she'll stop at the store and come home and cook. Right. And I'm looking at all of this, and I've said to her several times, I just didn't get that part from you. Like, if I'm crazy busy all day long, I am not stopping at the store to get something to cook. I will pick something up. Right. And I think that that's just kind of in my mom and kind of in you too. But She's I just, an Aquarius, so. Yeah, there's that. But I just can't. Well, or the thing I don't is too, not, not can't, won't. Right. Because but, at some point, I'm saying to myself, I'm spreading myself too thin. Right. Um, That's I, too much. I'm doing too much. Let me I'm go doing ahead too and, much. Let me relax and watch my show. Yes. Okay. And I agree with you. Or just sit somewhere and look crazy. I do have a hard time just not doing anything. Mm -hmm. I do have a, a difficult time with that. But that's because I've been doing so much for such a long time that when I do have them, I'm like, I know I'm supposed to be doing something. Like, I feel like I'm forgetting to do something or I'm neglecting something. However, if this is, this is why I do my grocery shopping on Sundays. I do my grocery shopping on Sundays because I do plan on making dinner every night that week. And it helps me avoid having to go to the store. So you buy three packs of chicken. A thing of salmon, steak, steak, whatever. You buy all of those, and then Fridays, put them in the freezer. Fridays, I usually um, don't cook. Mm -hmm. You will eat out that day. So Monday it'll be the steak because I don't like to freeze my steak. So mm -hmm. Monday I'll, I'll prepare the steak. Tuesday I might do a chicken. Um, Wednesday I might do the salmon. But what I've learned is that, especially now with Zuri, with Omar, it was when it was just him and I, it was a lot easier. Mm -hmm. I had to prepare less food. Um, he think everything that I cook tastes good, so I didn't have to put that much of an effort. Right. <laughs> um, Ooh, this white rice is so good. Oh, mommy, mommy this dang <laughs> Um, You know, so with him, it was just a little bit easier. But now I have several mouths to cook for. That what also I, means you have zero leftovers at this point, right? We don't have a, a damn thing left over. So, and that's another thing with cooking for just Zion and I. I, we have leftovers. It's right. almost like I don't know how to cook for two people. Right. I know how to cook for four or but my six. My family doesn't eat leftovers. You know that. So even I don't if, like them either. Even if we have leftovers, they're going to. I, waste. I put them in the fridge. Like okay, you can warm that up. That it doesn't mm -hmm. get warmed up. It just sits right there in the fridge. And I'm like, okay, so we should have just thrown it out. Why is that chicken from two weeks ago still in the right. damn fridge? Like what are y'all doing? But and I, I try to eat the leftovers, but it's just not. It's not the same. I don't love it. I like fresh food. Um, Unless it's pasta. Pasta's not, good. Not, Pasta's good So listen, chili, spaghetti, mm -hmm. that kind of stuff tastes but good But I haven't leftover. had a noodle in mm. five I haven't had a pasta, a noodle, a rice, uh, anything in five. So I can't relate to that right now. Okay? I don't even want to talk about that. All the stuff that I cook is protein-based because of this stupid weight that I'm trying to lose. Anyway, mm. but what I've done is that I've, I've engaged Omar to help me. Right. Because not only does Omar like to eat, Omar loves to cook. That's good. And he loved to talk about he's Chef Boy Omar. And so I'll, like last night, he made curry chicken. I posted it. Um, I kind of just supervised him from the rocking chair. 
That is so And he's wonderful. like, oh, I got this, I got this. He's, he's like, okay, so what do I do? Do I put water? I'm like, no, you don't put water in the pot. What do you tell you? <laughs> you have to put oil. But put the, the fire down low so it doesn't splash you when you right. put the chicken in. And, but he takes direction well. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't feel offended with me saying, oh, you're not doing that right. You need to do it this way. He's like, okay, my bad. Let, right. me, let me go ahead and readdress. Okay. And he takes pride in the nice. food. So as we're all sitting down to eat it, he's like, how's it taste? Yeah. He's taking pride in, in what he's done. Okay. So I'm teaching him also how to how to cook because I know that it's a life skill that he needs he to need have. It, yes. And two, because it's very helpful to mm-hmm. me. Um, but the problem with that is when Omar cooks, he feels like he don't got to clean. So he's like, oh, well, everybody else got to clean up because I cooked. That's his mentality because that's what I'd be saying. Yes. I'd be like, well, since I cooked, y'all need to clean. So... I'm like, huh, that only really applies to me in this house. I don't care if anybody else But that's because cooks. you're not just cooking. Right. You are cooking. You are picking up. You are doing laundry. Right. You are do- you're right. like, you're doing everything. Right. So, right. yeah. Right. No, you still going to wash these dishes. But the thing is that that also plays into me being the martyr. Mm-hmm. Because Chris would be more than happy to hold Zuri. Chris would be more than happy to feed Zuri. Chris would be more than happy to bathe her or do whatever he has to do. But I feel like I have to. Why? Well, well, one, two. I knew I was going to be going to work. And so I felt like I felt like I wanted to be with Spend her. Spend that time. I just wanted to be with her. I wanted her to see me. I wanted her to smell me. And I wanted to smile with her. I just wanted to engage with her because I knew that I was going to be back at work. And she was going to be with Miss Pat or mm-hmm. she was going to be spending time with her father and I was not going to be there so there's a little bit of mom guilt there too right. it's not me playing the martyr it's me really having my own feelings about that particular situation um, but I do play the martyr in, in certain other things but that's because I don't feel like I can or I, I expect them to do a certain job and it's not done like the bathrooms I just take very detailed a very detailed approach to cleaning a bathroom Mm -hmm. like for real for real like my should be clean for real when they clean the bathroom it's like they just tidied the bathroom right you know what i'm saying there's a difference it's a wipe down not a scrub down i'm a scrub down i'm talking about you got to get the tiles on the wall too Mm -hmm. you got to clean the and they're they're boys so they just don't take the same approach so i'm like fuck it i'll just do it my fucking self and i get aggravated because i've asked them to clean it and i'm like this is not clean in what universe do you think that this looks clean? But their level of cleanliness is different than mine. That's the thing. I keep asking them to do something, and they're doing it to them to their best of the, their ability. Right. To me, I feel like it's a half-assed job. So am I playing the martyr by doing it myself and, and cussing under my breath like, fuck, I might as well just do this shit myself. Am I playing the martyr? Yes. You have to teach them. So that's when you have to tap in. Okay. This How many times fall. I got to teach them, Erin? Over and over. Girl, I'm fall. tired. I'm already tired. I don't got Fall time down for it. seven times, get up eight. Here's the thing. If you, that's, I think that's kind of the, um, that's one of the demands of being a mother is the patience that's involved. Mm. And that's like, something I, I don't have. Here's the thing. But here, but, and that's, that is not everybody else's problem right that is your problem i know and because you lack the uh-uh girl i didn't say that it had Look, to be everybody else's problem no, no, no. i'm in agreement I'm that so, i not, have I'm that not, problem and i'm agreeing with you agreeing but here's okay. the thing so when my child will you will take the bathroom example mm-hmm. if i leave it to him 
the first few times. Like when I left it to him, nah, that was some bullshit. Mm-hmm. When I went in there and stood there and put a chair there, nope, doesn't matter. When I put a chair there and sat there and said, okay, so this is what you have to do, and was very specific. And then the following week, I said, so the last week when I sit, sat there in that chair, that's how I need you to clean it again. And if, it's, if you don't clean it again like that, then you're cleaning it twice today because then I'm going to come back with my chair. It does take an, an, an enormous amount of patience, and it might be easier to do it yourself, but life is not easy. We're right. not about I'm, some of these things we can't make easier for us. Because we're not gonna, benefiting them. At the all. truth is we're not benefiting them. And sometimes they might, they might half-ass it on purpose because they know you're going to just do it. Ooh, hold on. Yes. That changes the whole fucking game. Doesn't Let me it? tell you something. Doesn't it? Let me find out. Mm-mm. Let me find and out. And you can go storm the castle if you want to and try to ask them if that's what they're doing. Of course, and, and nobody's going to say anything. Oh, but here's girl, the thing. They might if you play me. If you <gasps> ask somebody to do something and... I feel played. Mm. Hold on. Wait a second. I feel played. Yeah. They know that I'm going to do it. So oh, why do I have little... to do it? You're right. Because I can go in here and just wipe this little tub down and she'll be back in here to clean it. I don't want to clean it. I'm not saying that's what they're doing, but I'm saying oh, no. it's possible. I'm seeing that's what's happening here. <laughs> I'm, I, I, listen, it's like revelations. Uh-huh. Right now. And that, that helps uh-uh. you to get past you, Oof. get over yourself, and make it about what is this really about? One, I mean, I think the primary thing that you think it's about is that when I ask someone to do something, they need to do it to their best and in a timely manner. But the other part is, am I teaching you anything? You have to teach them. And that I'm, means- I'm sorry. I'm just flabbergasted right now. <laughs> First of all. Because I've been played. Listen, if you see this thinking eyebrow on her face, this thing is so funny to me. But you got to think this thing through. Yes. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Who the hell do these kids think they are? Oh, it's about to yeah. be a problem tonight, honey. <laughs> so guess what? Get you a little seat and sit there at the door of the bathroom. And get, get to your Candy Crush levels while you're directing them okay. on how to do the bathroom. <laughs> First, um, I think they should know that about me. Right. <laughs> so a lot of times people might comment on my Instagram and stuff, and I won't respond for a long time. And it's not that I'm not on my phone. I'm on my phone. I'm just not on Instagram. I have a severe addiction to Candy Crush. Mm-hmm. I have been addicted to Candy Crush for several years now. Mm-hmm. I have spent more money uh, with the King Dynasty than I'd like to admit to past levels. I don't want to talk about it. I've actually um, been practicing a lot of self-restraint as of the past month where I have not allowed myself to buy any boosters. Okay. Because um, I just realized I keep getting the notifications like, oh, um, Here's your iTunes receipt. And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> Damn it, I man. I do not need to keep giving them these $3. I'm telling you, and it's $3, $3, $3, yeah, $3. And right. I'm just like, I need to stop. Yeah. So, yes, I, I have a severe addiction to that game. I don't know why. My sister does, too. They even came so out with a game show, and her and I were like trying to come up with strategies to go on the show and all kind of shit, but they canceled it. Oh, okay. Before we got a chance. But anyway. So, I'm addicted to Candy Crush, but... I'm also, and this is, so when Candy Crush first came out, I guess, I was addicted to it. Then I shut it down because um, I got pissed. Um, then I picked up Panda Pop, and I was on Panda Pop. Don't tell me nothing new, listen, girl. You not, that's all right. Listen, I was on Panda Pop. Panda don't tell, Pop don't tell me I'm, a, I'm addicted to cracking and give me heroin. Right? What you doing? <laughs> this is even better than Yes, crack. no, right? I don't need it. I don't okay. need it. No, and then I got rid of that. So um, now my brother, my older brother, put me onto this game called wordscape okay first of all y'all doing crack and heroin mixed together i don't we know are, we're doing this. it all 
Yeah. No, don't tell me about this shit. I don't I've done it in my. I mean, like it is crazy. Like if I, I wake up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom. Me too. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'll like literally hang out in the bathroom and say I'm using the bathroom, but I'm really playing I'm my playing game. Candy Crush. Yes. And I'm on a roll too. Don't come now. I know. Game, I've been winning round after yes. round. I'm like, because sometimes that doesn't happen. Yeah, it doesn't. So you got to stay with it. It's like gambling. Yes. Yes. You got to ride the wave. Girl, listen. And then you get stuck, and you then you put it down. You're like, all right, fine. Yeah, because I get I get stuck on the same level for like two weeks. I just passed this level that I've been on for two yeah, weeks. Yeah, that's crazy. But I'm on level like 3,000 something, that's something. I'd like to see what that looks like. Yeah. Right? <laughs> it's crazy. But back to being the martyr. So I think, the, I think we need to really look at, examine what martyr means and make sure that that's what we mean when we're saying this. Um, so the, you're, you're looking it up just to make sure that we're accurately using the word? Well, I love, you know, first of all, I'm a lover of words. So mm-hmm. I will look a word up just to Me make too, sure girl. I know what it means and to make sure that, that you're using it in the right context. Because I hate it yeah. when people use words and they're not in the right context. Hmm. Yep, 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 yep. A person who is killed because of their religious or other beliefs, a person mm-hmm. who displays or exaggerates their discomfort or distress in order to obtain sympathy or admiration. Yes. A constant sufferer. A from, constant sufferer. Yeah. I play that. I think I do. Like, oh my God, I'm so stressed out. Right. I'm so tired. <laughs> oh my God, this bathroom is disgusting. And, and I do that. Right. I do do that. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I, I, I honestly don't do it from the perspective of trying to obtain. Trying me, to elicit sympathy. No. Right. I'm just like, damn, can y'all do it right? So I don't have to. And you know what's even better? If it's done and I didn't have to ask. The fact that I have to press and ask and push for a task that you know needs to be done weekly, it needs to be done thoroughly, and why, do, why am I doing that? When, when you're doing everything and nobody sees you asking, mm-hmm. do they ever offer? If I'm doing something, they may say, they may say, hey, uh, do you need help? Oh, but I have to do the whole huff and puff, though. Oh, so you have to do the, the like, martyr behavior. Like, oh. <laughs> All over the house. And then they might say, do you need help with something? I'm like, well, yes, it's Sunday. And Sundays, you know, that I like to clean the house and I like to do laundry. I like to go grocery shopping. I like to do this. Okay. Y'all know this. <laughs> so, yes, I would like you to do something. Right. Oh, yeah. Okay, Mom, I'm coming right after this 2K game that takes two hours. No. I'm like, you know what? Forget it. I'll do it my damn self. You know what I also kind of it comes to mind for me is when you have your first child, you feel like you have to control everything. Like the baby needs to have eat at this time. The baby needs to sleep at this time. The baby needs to. I noticed that with Zuri, I'm definitely less controlling. Mm-hmm. Like I can leave Zuri with her father. He may not feed her exactly at the time that I would have or bathed her when I would have or done anything like I would have. But it's done. Right. So I don't care. Well, that means you're making some progress. That's what I'm saying. That's I'm growing growth. as a person. So yeah. I have a, a girlfriend, um, a friend through Omar's school, and she has three boys. And uh, recently, her and her husband have taken several trips together, and um, she's just left, the and the youngest being two, and she's just left her kids with, like, her dad or her mom or whatever. And I'm like, you're not working? She's like, girl, no. She was like, I don't care. He could eat corn pops for dinner. I don't care. Whatever. They're going to survive and they'll be fine. Yes. Like, 
you at a certain point you just kind of have to relinquish control it can't always be like okay they have to have this kind of meal they have to go to sleep at this certain time they need their story read or they're not gonna no they're not gonna die if you come out of that structure so that's another thing I struggled with when I had Omar is because I would feel nervous to leave him with his father not because I thought his father was gonna hurt him but I just felt like he wasn't going to care for him on the level that I did. Mm-hmm. And I was scared that Omar wasn't going to eat at, on time, that he wasn't going to sleep on time, right. that he wasn't going to, that he was going to have him out in the streets around people that I didn't, and all kinds of weird thoughts. Right. And the truth is, is that those times that he was with his dad, he always came back and he was fine. Yeah. I mean, he may not have brushed his hair or his, washed his face or whatever, but right. he was alive. He was. He didn't die. I mean, he may have had a little cut in his knee because they were playing rough or something, whatever. But, but he, he didn't, didn't die. die. No. But but it never made me. I, I it took a long time for me to let go of that anxiety. Though. Is it? Do I would call that first time mother's anxiety though? No, because I think I have it in other areas too besides mothering. I, but I would call it that because I've seen it in. Well, you know what? That's interesting that you say that because then it makes me want to the people that I'm thinking of at, who are first time mothers who have that same anxiety. They probably have that anxiety in other areas of mm-hmm. their life. I know I had some anxiety as if I'm I'm a much more laid back person, but um, I had that anxiety when it came to my child um, a lot of times for a long time, and I think over time as he just keeps waking up every day I'm like oh you know what he's making it right. he's alright he's, he's alright you know <laughs> he is all yeah right. he was hanging out with those thugs over there with his daddy but they, they he's, he's good he came back he understands <laughs> that he shouldn't be doing that. that that's not the life for us right so, so Omar's going to LA next week mm-hmm. to be with his dad and usually he'll go the entire summer but recently his father started a new job and so he could only take him for a for a little while and the anxiety popped as soon as he said the flight is booked <sighs> I'm like, oh my God, I'm auto- automatically thinking because Omar's used to a certain lifestyle. Right. Is he going to have snacks in the house? Right. Like if, is, if he's hungry, is he going to have to like, dad, can I please? You know, like that's going to have vegetables with but dinner. But then I'm like, you know what? Omar could lose a few pounds. He'll be all right. <laughs> if his dad don't have no snacks right. in the house, he will be just fine. He'll like, be fine. I have to tell myself. Yes. And his father is very physical. So whenever him and Omar spend time together, it's like, they're constantly doing some form of exercise, mm-hmm. whether playing basketball, he takes him to the gym, makes him run on the treadmill, like all kind of stuff. And I'm thinking, oh my God, my baby's going to have a heat stroke. Right? Out in oh <laughs> is my. he going to be hydrated? But like Exactly. Right. Did he buy him in a Gatorade? Right. Like, is he thinking about his electrolyte balance? I mean, what is going on? But I have to say to myself. He will be okay. He'll be fine. Yeah. And he is 11. He can say, I'm about I'm to pass out. Right? Can I have some water, please? He can speak for himself. He can. He can say, Dad, I'm tired. Dad, my feet hurt. Dad, whatever. He right. can actually speak for himself. So it's different than having a baby. But I still have that same anxiety. Right. I still have that. And, and even with Zuri, Chris is a loving father. I know that he knows how to read her. So if she's sleepy, he can say, oh, you're sleepy. Mm-hmm. If she's hungry, he can tell. He knows what he's doing. He ain't dumb. But there's still times where I'm like, oh, I wonder. Right. Does he know that she needs to go to take a nap right now and that she likes to be go to sleep like this? So you, And of course he knows because he's there with her every day. But still in my head, I can't get out of the, the thought. You know what? It, it sounds selfish. Not just you. Like you, 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 better, t- you better take that word back. No. I don't like it. Here's why. Okay. Because it makes you 
and when I say you, me included, it makes us do things to quiet our own anxiety. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean that it's for the best. It doesn't mean that it's for the greater good. And it's also, do we're doing it solely so that my stomach doesn't flutter or my chest doesn't get tight or my mind doesn't race. And also, are we doing it because we feel like we want those people to need us? Yeah, because who, I mean, would you, how would you feel if you weren't needed? And I know you've spent we all your life. We talked about this. We did. How would you feel, though, if you weren't I told needed? you I'd be screaming to the high you heavens, would. thank what you, mean Lord, you don't hallelujah. Need no, you say that I now. I said that after, like, maybe about two months, but initially I'd be fine with it because I'm tired. But the truth is, I don't mind not being needed as much as I'm needed. Okay. But so I, need how you, do you, I need you to need me a little bit, though. How do you, so how do we teach the people in our lives, not just our children, but how do we teach the people in our lives to, one, be proactive? Mm-hmm. And um, because not everybody is good at anticipating needs. Right. But there are some things that are just routine. Right. So if you're not anticipating my needs, so I'm not asking you to just, you know, have a crystal ball into what I could possibly be needing on deep, 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 deep down inside of me. But if you know that this is the routine, can you be proactive about jumping on the routine and taking a piece of it away from me so I don't have to want, deal with that? Right. I think that people try. Um, the other, I think it was the week before last, Chris is proactive. He said, hey, I'm going to go to the grocery store. Mm-hmm. Let me know what you need. So he goes to the grocery store. He has the boys bring the groceries in. And then he says to me, why don't you put away the groceries the way you like it? You know why he said that to me? Because I complain. complain. I complain about, y'all see that there's a half a bag of popcorn in here. Why are you just, don't put this in the trash, put that in there. Why are you putting this in a vegetable drawer when it's a fruit? Like that kind of stuff drives me mad. And so he said proactively, why don't you do it your damn self since you got so much complaints? I mean, that's not what he said, but that's basically what he was mm-hmm. saying. That's what you heard. Right. <laughs> and, 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 and I understood it. Right. When he said it in that moment, I'm like, shit. Now, I did that I, make you? Did that make you do it yourself, or does that make you shut up? No, and I did let it my, him do it his way. No, I did it myself. Okay, I did it myself so because that, he's because he, he's he was right. down. But he's shutting down. What's interesting about that is five minutes ago, you get to be the martyr and complain. Right now, you want to be the martyr? You shut the fuck up and be the martyr. Then. Exactly. <laughs> like, so that's what he said, and I understood that. Right, and I understood that when he said that to me, I was like, oh, okay. He knows I'm going to complain. He knows I'm going to have an issue because they will never do the shit right. Mm-hmm. So he asked me, to do, why don't you do it your damn self? I totally get that. And I appreciate the fact, I appreciate the fact that you said, why don't you do it? Why don't you put them away the way you like them? I appreciated that he said that. Mm-hmm. I would much rather me do it myself and do it right than for him to have the boys attempt to do it. And they do a stupid job and they just make me aggravated with them. So he, he knows me in that way and he... He eliminated the issue before it began. He he foresaw the issue before it happened. But there's more than said, one issue. Well, the issue is not just about it being done right. It's about you not having to do everything. So the issue of you doing it is still there. Oh, that's true. But shit, at least it was done. And it was done <laughs> the right way. <laughs> you know what? You ain't shit for that. I'm telling you. Because I'm t- <laughs> listen, your I'm ass like, is. Look, I, I don't have time for it, Aaron. No, but here's the thing. You have to make time and space for people's growth. You have to do that. Listen, that, this sounds like 
it was going to be extremely time consuming and it's going to push in on my candy crush time and whatever else uh, kind of shit I'm trying to do with my life. <laughs> we, you know, we're going to keep working on that because well, here's the thing. Whereas um, you might be too aggressive mm-hmm. in some areas, right. there are some areas where I'm not necessarily aggressive enough. Right. So, um, I make my I make my my needs and my wants and well known very clear mm-hmm. because then there's no room for misinterpretation. Right. I make my expectations clear so that anybody that's dealing with me is gonna know what I expect. And if they can't meet that standard, they can always say, "Hey, this ain't for me." Right? Because I've said it, and I know it's not for everybody. I get that, they, and I'm giving them the choice to say, "No, this is not for me." And I don't care about your little stupid grocery organization. <laughs> With your old crazy controlling ass. I, I don't ain't care got about the groceries. You. Right. You put I brought them in. Right. You right. put them up. Right. I get that. And but I okay. also get. And the- I appreciated him in that moment because he knew me well enough to foresee the issue and knew that it was going to lead to aggravation for me. So he said, hey, let me hold a baby. Well, I'll hold the baby. He you eliminated the aggravation for himself also. Because he didn't want to hear my shit neither. He didn't want to hear. I, I feel that, man. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that. That makes sense. And it's, it's funny because I can see both sides of that. I know exactly where you are in mm-hmm. that. But I also saw, I like how he handled you and the situation. And which, which, what are we fighting about now? Right. We got to fight about something else. Because right. it won't be this. Right. And in that, in that moment, I was like, damn, I appreciate it. Right. <laughs> I appreciate you know the what? shit out his ass. You like to be handled a little bit. If you can, I do. I, it's if, a if smart handling right, too. If, if, if it's the it's the way. Yes, it's the way. Yeah, it's so smart handling. If he handles me, and I don't mind being checked. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. If I need to be checked, I, I don't yeah. mind being checked. But he checked me in the way that I needed to be checked because he knew me mm-hmm. and he foresaw the issue. That's the kind of checking I right. like. Yeah, I like that. Because that checking meant that. that he was paying attention. Mm-hmm. Like you said, and that he, he knows, knows you. He I like, me. and it, guess what? It wasn't, um, you know how some checking can lead to feeling disrespected or disregarded. No, nope. that checking was, I'm checking you in love. Mm-hmm. And I liked it. Yeah. I was like, ooh, <laughs> you see me. Thank you very put much. Put that baby down. <laughs> Here you go. Here's your child. Let me put my groceries in. Right. <laughs> and you got me the snacks I like. Yeah. <laughs> I'm winning on two ends. Thank you, sir. Thank you. You put your snacks away. The way you want it. You know? You take this pudding cup and you put it in there. Don't talk about my pudding, okay? First of all, if we're going to be talking about my pudding, at least say what it is. It's a 60-calorie pudding, okay, that I like to indulge myself in. Because I have good. a sweet te- tooth occasionally, and I only allow myself to have it, like, once every two days. So. Oh, that's good. No, but I did have one when I was over your house, and it is... It's sugar-free. Um, it's and a tasty it's, treat, uh-huh. and you eat it with the spoon. You don't fill the spoon up. You just, you know, because you can right, have you take a, your time. Yeah. Right. And you really just eat And it, it tastes good, doesn't it? It does. Can you put some a little bit of fruit in it, you think? You're doing too much. No, just eat the damn cup, and that's it. That's your I can't treat. make it a parfait? You're doing too much. That's All too right, much sugar, because you're adding... Even oh, though it's natural yeah. sugar, you're adding sugar to the sugar-free thing. You, you just, see, you always trying to just enjoy my food. Yes. Loopholes, loopholes. <laughs> um, yeah. So, um, sorry, we good. Um, yeah, I was. I just think that women do oftentimes though play the martyr, and I would like for because the whole point of this podcast is not only for us to take a look inside of ourselves, but help 
everybody take a look at themselves, right? Right. And I think a lot of times people say, oh my God, I'm so stressed out. I have so much to do. And they have resources that they could utilize, but they choose not to. And it's because, one, they like complaining about how much shit they have to do and that they don't have no help. It makes them seem important and busy. Right. And two, they're controlling and they want things done their way. Mm -hmm. So... If you want to go, oh, I want to get in shape, but I don't got time to go to the boot camps on Tuesday nights. Well, guess what? Your mama lived right across the street. She could watch the kids for an hour and a half while right. you go. I feel like if there's a will, there's a way. Stop trying to use responsibilities that everybody else has as an excuse not to really do the things that you want to do. That you say you want to do. That's true, because that's where, that's where this martyrdom mm-hmm. really truly affects your life deeply right because then it keeps you from doing the things that you really want to do for yourself Mm -hmm. it keeps you from taking care of you Mm -hmm. and it becomes an excuse Mm -hmm. and I think that we've probably all used it that way I'm not even gonna speak for the masses I know I've used martyrdom to um as an excuse Mm -hmm. so if I'm so busy doing all these other things now I've run out of time to do something for myself like you said, working out, or I've run out of energy for doing it. But if I kept my priorities for me at the top of my list and said, no matter what, I am going to carve out this time to do this, I would also have to actively reduce my my martyrdom. Right. I'd have to step back and allow someone else to take care of some of those things. Right. You and can, be okay with how it turned to, out. You need to go ahead and, and allow the help that you need yes the thing is too i think that a lot of people like playing the victim right a lot of people like the role of poor me oh my gosh i have so much Mm -hmm. i don't like that mentality no i don't like the and and when people act like that i get turned off from them it's like come on there's people with i think there was a meme that said this um there um there's somebody out there that got the same shit you got and won with it yeah so what's your excuse Stop also, making excuses. Have sh- you seen the meme that says Beyonce has the same 24 hours she that She sure do? motherfucking does. <laughs> but Beyonce also has a team. She has a team. She has help. Even she might not be cooking. And only that, she damn sure ain't cooking because, you know, that's not my baby strong. Right. But anyway, <laughs> um, but from the beginning, she's always delegated. Mm-hmm. Her father taught her, hey, I'm your manager. So the only job you have is to go ahead and do that little dance and sing that little song. Right. I'll book the venues. Your mother's going to make the outfit. She also going to do your hair. You, she didn't right. have to worry about those things. So she's learned teamwork exactly. from a very young age. I think that a lot of people, since they never really had a team to help them, have a hard time reaching out to people for help because they never have really had the outlet but things are available there are resources available there are people out there that can help you um you know who I feel this most for are single mothers yes and single mothers with uh, a neglectful father in the situation single mothers that don't necessarily have the most uh, positive relationships with their family right um but I know that there are so many resources nowadays where they have these mommy meetups right where right. you have an outlet oh I want to work out but I can't because I don't have anybody to watch my kids well they actually have like mommy meetups where y'all are working out at the same time your kids are hanging out together mm-hmm. and you know what I'm saying so if there is a will there is a way 
the victim mentality has got to stop. The martyrdom has got to stop. Right. And and it's not just women. I'm using women because I am a woman. Right. And I'm able to give I'm that speaking perspective. For but I know a lot of men do the same shit. Well, damn, I got to pay all the bills. And I got to do all this. And that. the car need to be washed. Right. And, well, first of all, she worked too. Let her pay the damn well, Comcast all, bill. Because I hate paying that Comcast <laughs> damn bill. Who told you to do all of that? Right. Here's the thing. I, and I know um, a couple gentlemen who are married... And they shoulder all of the financial responsibilities of their house. Mm-hmm. But then they complain about it. I hear about it just mm-hmm. as their friend. But your wife works, though. But and Your wife works. You both live there. Mm-hmm. And I know that some people have the philosophy that if we're paying 50-50, we're roommates. I'm not saying it has to be 50-50, but I'm also not saying that one, any one person has to shoulder all of the financial responsibility for how we live. No, we're- especially if your wife is working. It's a partner. A marriage is a, a partnership. partnership. Exactly. It's like, okay, this person may make more money than you, so they may handle the larger bill, the, the mortgage or the rent or whatever. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean that you're excluded from paying any kind of bill. Right. So what's happening with all your cash? What you doing? Mm, chilling. Getting your hair done, going to get your nails done. Right. Like, what are you doing with your money? Right. Because I'm not seeing it in, you know... Materialize in our household. I need to know where this cash is going. Are you got a side boo? Like, what are you doing? (laughs) Side boo. I need to know what's happening with this cash. Then there's people. Now there are people who one person pays all the bills, but they're not complaining about it because it's easy for them and they can. But I I say that for people, for anyone who complains about what their responsibilities are, not just paying bills, but all of their responsibilities. Yeah, if you find yourself complaining, oh, damn, I gotta cut this grass again, right, or then there's you know. some, there's a there's room for you to delegate, prioritize, take some inventory, and figure out. Okay, is this something I even have to do? So that also brings us to another root, because there are several roots to this martyrdom, this victimism, whatever right. you want to call it, communication. Absolutely. It, it means that you're actually going to have to communicate to somebody and say, hey, I have a lot on my plate and I feel stressed out and I feel like you could help me by doing this. But communication is a, is a funny thing. Yes. You can say whatever you want. Your intention is one thing. Right. Somebody else's perception is right. another. And the way that they receive it and respond to it could be a different thing. So if what happens to the person that really has to be the martyr because... They're telling their, their significant other, hey, um, I'm spread thin. I got the baby. I'm trying to do this. I'm trying to do that. Can you help me? And he, and the person says, don't you see I'm in the middle of my video game? Can you wait a minute? <laughs> like, they get upset. And I know that there are men like that. I know that there are men like, well, I had told Craig and them that I was going to go meet them and play, um, go play pool. Me and Rodney so, going out. Right. right. <laughs> so you're just going to have to get in where you fit in. And if that needs to be done, I'll do it when I get to it. Well, that's another issue, though. That's a different issue. Right. Like now you need to kind of be looking Re-evaluate. at your relationship because right. I think the best part of a relationship, friendship, romantic, doesn't matter. It's the partnership It's the partnership it. in that it's a give and take. So both people want to do what they can to help the other person. Right. So I'm not going to be in a, in a situation where somebody is just taking, taking, taking from me and I'm not taking but just they're on the receiving end of all of my efforts all of my um talent and resources and energy but they also don't sow that back into me i think you're supposed to be sowing into each other so if somebody is selfish then that's a different issue right you've communicated now you've uncovered selfishness so now we need to address the selfishness so okay. there's yeah i guess that is a whole different thing because a lot of times it's not that 
a person isn't attempting to communicate, but what they're attempting to communicate is not being received. Right. So that also plays into the martyrdom. It's like, okay, I did say I need help. Mm-hmm. I asked for and help. And I didn't get help. And I didn't get it. Or when I got it, it was it wasn't really help. Right. It just caused more work for it was me a in the setback. end. Right. It was right. a setback. It didn't push me forward. So what do I do? How do I? How do I? And and the truth is, is that I mean, this can be an ongoing issue for for forever. Right. For people, how do you navigate around this? This frustration or this? How do you do it? I don't. I mean, I have frustration with my kid, but the truth is, I do have somebody a partner willing to help me and he does help me so I'm not in that same boat but I know women that are right and I know women that feel alone and it's isolating and I've 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 been there and felt oh I've been there too and I've I've been alone Mm -hmm. there have been uh there have been times when well you know I was with my son's father and not I'm not trying to talk bad about him but he is an only child Mm -hmm. so he was accustomed to a certain lifestyle where he was being taken care of in a certain way and then once I had my son I was like I'm not taking care of two kids right but it was really literally he I don't even think it was intentional I think that it was really just his lifestyle the way what he was used to right you know, I'm hoping that as he's gotten older, he's gotten better. But in that time, I look back, I was so frustrated because yes. I really felt alone. I felt isolated. Like, I did not have any help. Mm-hmm. I was also living in a state where my sisters, my mother, you know, nobody, my, I didn't have any. I was your, living in Connecticut. Family. My family wasn't there. I did have family in New York, so I'd have to go on a mission to, you know, whatever. But it was very depressing. Right. So for women that feel like that, man... My heart breaks. My heart goes out to you. Because it's such a frustrating experience and it's like... And you can't see a way out either. Mm-mm. You're just really surrounded by all of your tasks and that you're the only person that can And if them. you say, okay, I want to leave this person because they're not obviously not valuing me as a partner, that's just giving yourself an additional task to fucking take care of. Because right. then you got to find a new place to live and you got to find somewhere that's affordable. You got to find new childcare because you know he going to trip and not want to give you no money. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like... You have to do a whole bunch and of shit. I got to have this breakup it. conversation right. with it's you. Like, it's too much. <laughs> right. It's a lot. It is. Even that, I mean, oh gosh. How do you navigate that shit? That shit is like, it's a lot. It's a lot. So when we talk about martyrdom, I think it's easy. To I put it in it, a negative sense. Like, yeah. You know. But I, I think that um, you touched on something that's super important. It's the loneliness of the martyr. Right. You know, martyrs aren't surrounded by other martyrs. Right. It's the loneliness, the isolation, and the depression that a martyr faces. And so then, even if you wanted to adjust your martyr behavior, it can be very difficult to come out of it because you don't, you're so frustrated and so down. Yeah. And, um, Sometimes it takes somebody reaching a hand out and saying, I, I see you. I see that you're doing this. You need to stop. Right. We need to put the brakes on a lot of this and figure out what we're going to do. So um, I think that's going to lead us into our next conversation and what I would like to talk about next time. And I know I said I want to talk about something else, but now that we're talking about this, mm-hmm. I really would like for this to be our next conversation. Building a strong support system of not only family members, but girlfriends. Yes. How to find your tribe. How to find your tribe. That's hard. And you know what's interesting? Mm-hmm. So I'm in that place now. Mm-hmm. So I just moved uh, to Atlanta two years ago. And I do have my older brother here. And I have um, 
some of his friends that I've known a very long time and some other people like that I went to college with or that I knew from Jacksonville or from Detroit. But um, finding your tribe is a very challenging thing mm-hmm. because it's not just making friends that you kiki with and go out to eat with and it's like really that's not invite. a tribe that's no not a tribe. those are just people hangout buddies right but like really finding people who share your your life and on a more Ooh, intimate level people that you like girl fuck all that oh, that's yeah. the beginning actually just people that you like that's hard too because i mean you'll yeah that's i'm telling you yeah I, just find I, the people I'm, you like that I like consistently. Yes. Like, not that I like, oh, okay, cool. Right, and right. then you find out, like, oh, I don't like her. Mm-hmm. No, it's people that you really like right, consistently. Right. People that you don't mind being around. Right. People that even when they get on your nerves, you still like them. You still like yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah. That's hard. Finding your tribe is challenging. Especially but, as you get older because your standards change, your uh, lifestyle changes. Mm-hmm. You, everything changes. So your requirements of a friend are your different. Your requirements of a friend. And you because should you should them. have them. Right. Oh. You should have standards. Right. Here we go. Back yes. to the thing. It's not just having standards for a significant other. You no. definitely should have standards for friends. Yes. And family members, too. You, you should. put this retainer back in because my teeth hurt. Lord. <laughs> Damn, man. Hey, I got I some. I feel like um, I got punched in the mouth. But you know what? I got some ibuprofen when I went to Paris. Is it like prescription strength? No. It's, oh. Well, it's 400. Girl, it's 400. One oh. pill is 400. You know what, though? I really can't take those. Th- it makes my tummy hurt. Oh, well, don't take it. You, I think you're supposed to take it with food when it yeah, makes your it does make, hurt. it makes my tummy hurt. And you're hurt. not really eating enough like a normal person to tolerate the nerves. You medicine. can't tell by looking at me. <laughs> yes, I can. <laughs> anyway. All right, So, y'all. anyway, we'd love for you to uh, comment on this episode. You can comment going to our IG, Faya at Will, F-I-Y-A-A-T-W-I-L-L. You can also subscribe to this podcast so that you can be notified when we have new episodes up. We'd also like for you to rate and leave reviews at your podcast platforms. So until the next time, this is Erin. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye.